I'm Renee Evans, co-senior leader of Bethel Austin. Make sure that you like and subscribe to our weekly sermons so that you don't miss what is happening here at Bethel Austin. We pray that this message inspires and encourages you. And most of all, we pray that you would have an encounter with the living God today. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, give Jesus praise. Come on, thank you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. It's the reason we're here, the reason that we gather. We love you, love you, love you. <clears throat> Thank you, Jesus. Psalm 22 tells us that he inhabits the praise of his people. And uh, how many people gave Jesus praise this morning? Heartfelt, genuine praise. We really, we really pressed in somewhere. We went somewhere together this morning. We broke in. How many people felt that in worship this morning? Thank you, Jesus. I could, I could just do that for another forever and just not stop. I just love worshiping Jesus. He inhabits the praise of his people. And how many people know that he's a good God? That he's a good God, he's a good father, and his presence that we're experiencing this morning is him. It's not just a side attribute. It literally is the presence of God. Jesus is the Prince of Peace. And his presence is here, and if he's good, then it's impossible to have his presence come and not have good things happen. And uh, we said earlier that Jesus gets excited about those who get excited about him. And as we pressed in, I could feel the loving nature of the Father. I could feel the healing flow of the Father just being released in the house. <laughs> and things have happened already in the house. So uh, I think we're going to pray for some people in a minute, but things have happened already because we're in his presence and he's good. It is the, the overflow of his nature. You know, something I love about Jesus is healing isn't something that he has to do. Healing is something he is. It's his nature. It's an overflow of his nature. And uh, when we are breaking through in worship, I could just feel, I heard, uh, I heard hip pointer and the sharp kind of pain in the hip joint, a little bit high up, kind of right there, the belt line, uh, a sharp pain there that God is taking care of already. And I believe that God has touched some people in the room and, and you haven't even realized yet. And uh, so pain right there. I also abdomen down low, like it's like a line of pain across the bottom part of the abdomen. And I felt it more on the left side, but it kind of comes across the abdomen uh, in that area. Also carpal tunnel, uh, pain in the wrist. <clears throat> I felt it when I walked up here. I felt migraines. I was looking over in this direction, but I saw migraines lifting off of people. Thank you, Jesus. <clears throat> oh, thank you, Father. Um, a really uh, blood can blood disorders. I feel like. Someone in the last um, year, you've been told you have a blood disorder, but Jesus is transforming your blood right now. A blood transfusion. Thank you, Jesus. Um, uh, if you were here last week, a lady was sitting behind me in service. She had a, a, 
residual pain and problem from, a, uh, I think it was an accident, but her neck, she couldn't turn her head. At re- tightness, restricted movement, pain in her neck uh, for quite a long time. Her words, sitting behind me, she said, I felt like I sat behind the passenger and a shadow healed me. But, and her neck popped and straightened up and she could move just sitting there in his presence, right? And not, it's not my shadow, it's his presence. I love what Bill Johnson says, your shadow releases whatever overshadows you, it's him, not us, but we are in his presence this morning. Uh, but neck down where the neck connects to the shoulder, uh, that's being loosed right now. Again, I feel the carpal tunnel real strong. Um, someone um, tore uh, the hamstring and, and it, it's, it's healed. It's been in the, it should have been healed, uh, but you still have residual complications. And listen, here's what I want you to do. I want you to check your bodies right now. In fact, everyone just stand up in the room. I hope you're here this morning because you love Jesus. Anybody love Jesus more than you (laughs) love? Okay, I am truly convinced because I didn't even finish my statement. (laughs) What I was gonna say is anyone love Jesus more than programs? So this should be okay then, right? If we put the program aside just to let Jesus love on us, here's what I want you to do. We're gonna pray in a moment, but how good is God really? Okay, I'll try over here. How good is God really? Is like, and we are in his presence. I want you to check your body right now. And I mean check, bend, like, uh, sho- uh, the, like the back part of the shoulder. Also, I forgot to mention that one in the back of the shoulder. Move, move your neck, bend over, check your hamstring, jump up and down, pick your wife up over your head. I don't know, do something. I want you to like physically check your body. But I want you to be looking for what God has done. You're looking for what God has done. <clears throat> Not what he hasn't done yet. <clears throat> Come on, thank you, Jesus. Whew. I feel the, the, the migraine restriction, the head lifting off right now. How many people you would say this morning, just being in the presence of his goodness, that you can recognize some measure of breakthrough already? Whether it's 10%, 50%, 100%, put your hand up high. Put it up high and just go like, but just go like this for us. The testimony of Jesus is the spirit of pro- Oh my goodness, put it up high and keep waving. Look around. That's like 50% of the room. If it's 30% better or more, keep waving. If you feel like, if you, 30, keep waving. 50% better or more, keep waving. 60%, keep waving. 70% or better, come on, 80%. Come on, keep waving, wave. 90% better. Come on, you feel like the pain's all gone right now. The condi- Look at that. That's crazy. There's a whole bunch over there. Come on. <clears throat> listen, listen, we are, we're gonna pray. We're gonna get to that point where we're gonna pray. <laughs> Stay standing. That hasn't sunk in yet. <laughs> we're gonna pray for the sick <laughs> in a moment. <clears throat> but how many people... Know that Jesus is so in love with us, he can't always wait for us. Listen, put your hand up. 90, 95%, 100% better. Those people had your, put, put your hand up. Put it up. I'm gonna point to you, and I just want you to shout out what part of your body God's touching. Your hip, come on. 
Thank you, Jesus. Yes, in the, in the blue shoulder. Come on, thank you, Jesus. By the back wall, yeah, that young man. Your elbow, come on, thank you, Jesus. Kind of right behind, right next to him, yeah. Your finger, come on, thank you, Jesus. Who else had their hand up? Just shout it out, yes, sir. Your neck, come on, thank you, Jesus. These are people who are already... I think Jesus deserves more than a golf clap, I'm just saying. These are people, these are people that are in the 90, 95, 100% range already. Come on, is there that? Yes, ma'am, right here in the white. Your, yeah, your neck is increased mobility in your neck. Come on, thank you, Jesus. Right here, yep, shout it out. Your arm, your, your right foot, and your leg. So, <laughs> you had an encounter with the God of the overhaul. Come on, thank you, Jesus. Who else over here? Yes, your wrist, come on, thank you, Jesus. Come on, who else right here? Your knee, come on. Whew. Whoa, I see, wow, I see that there's an angel just standing on your left side right there. Wow, thank you, Jesus. Lisa, you wanna just step over and just partner with that. Just pray for her right there. Whew, we just thank you for the increase of heaven over all of your needs. Wow, we release grace right now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Yes, ma'am, right here. The migraine, come on. I knew it, I could feel it right when I looked over here. Come on, thank you, Jesus. Who else, there was another hand. <clears throat> you got shy on me. <clears throat> it's all right, Jesus knows. Come on, someone give Jesus praise. Thank you, Father. <clears throat> now, stay standing. I'm gonna let you sit down in just a moment. Stay standing. How many people know Faith releases more faith, and breakthrough releases more breakthrough. Right? You still need breakthrough in your body. I just want you to put a hand up real quick. You got breakthrough in your body. Listen, if you, if you love Jesus, you believe his grace is available in the room right now, I want you just to turn around and find someone to lay your hand on. And listen, if two, if you're, if two people both with their hands up are next to each other, just pray for each other. Because <clears throat> right, it's, not, it's not about us, it's about him. <clears throat> and that God will touch you while you're, while you're releasing what you want on someone else, he will touch you in the process. 30 seconds, just partner with the grace that's already flowing in the room. Come on, look around. If, there, if someone's praying for you, put your hand down. If, if you got no one praying for you, just, just wave. We don't want to miss anyone. Come on, thank you, Jesus. Come on, 30 seconds. <clears throat> the kingdom of heaven is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. Partnering with God should be a joyous occasion. <laughs> if, you're not, if you're not entering into joy, releasing his presence, it probably means you're doing it out of your own effort and your own capacity. <laughs> There you go, yeah, thank you, Jesus. We just released the great, there it is, more. 
more. I just felt another <clears throat> severe migraine over here just lift off. Thank you, Father. Yeah, th that recurring thing is canceled in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Thank you for the hamstring. There was a, there was a pilot, much in a, a prayer time like this, there was a pilot who, um, there was a specific word of knowledge. <clears throat> I also forgot, someone texted me, left, left thumb, uh, condition in the left thumb, pain, restricted movement. God is healing that this morning as well. Sorry, the pilot, there was a word of knowledge about specifically the ligament pain behind the knee. And there was a pilot who uh, had that condition for quite a long time. It was severe enough that they were contemplating a change in career. And healing was released much like this morning. And they didn't even realize they were healed until they got home. And that was several weeks ago. And, uh, and they are... They are healed and well and can continue uh, flying airplanes. Come on, thank you, Jesus. I'll try that again. There was a pilot, come on, healed and well and can continue to fly airplanes. Let's give Jesus praise this morning. Whoa. All right, here's what I'm gonna do. <clears throat> We're in the presence. We're gonna go on, but we're gonna check again at the end and see how many people are experiencing breakthrough because momentum creates more momentum. <clears throat> and what God does, nothing God does decreases. What God does only increases. How many people believe that God can continue to do more this morning as we go on in adoring him and praising him and glorifying his name? All right, you can, you can have a seat. I can hear some people silently saying, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> All right. I'm talking about the Power in the sending this morning. Power in the sending. That Jesus has an assignment for us all. And that increase comes when you're given an assignment from God. When you're given an assignment from heaven, increase comes. And the 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 beautiful thing, though, about that increase is though, even when that particular assignment is over, you are meant to keep the increase. And, you know, we shared the other week, we had teams, same, same time frame, we had a team in Greece, and they saw crazy miracles, we shared about it, I think it was last week, and uh, metal disappearing from uh, a waitress's arm in a cafe, and open air preaching and just crazy miracles, right? And this team that went experienced things that they had not experienced previously. They stepped into a realm of increase because God sent them on an assignment. And how many people know that God never gives you an assignment without giving you the grace to accomplish the assignment? 
We also shared about my dad took a team into uh, Huntsville, the maximum security prison, and they did a revival service in the prison, and they had, they had two different people who were legally blind get their sight back. Well, one in both eyes and one in, in one eye. They both got their sight back. Come on. And now, and now more momentum is breaking out in the prison because of those testimonies. More healings have happened. More people are coming to Jesus, right? The word is getting out. <laughs> and that team that went experienced things beyond what they had experienced before. But the good news is it doesn't stay with the assignment. It doesn't stay in Greece. It doesn't stay in the prison. It stays with the person who moved in obedience. That you get to keep the increase. Thank you, Jesus. The, the breakthrough that you fight for today becomes your foundation for tomorrow. It literally, the, the faith that you gain through the wrestle and the struggle of today, when, when, when God provides for you miraculously, when you go through that like season, I don't know how I'm gonna pay my rent and you're praying and God shows up at the last minute, right? Somebody comes and puts groceries on your door and you're like, how did they even know? And you're like, God, you are so good, right? right? That faith is infused, it creates a room, an expanded place inside of you that next time you're facing what looks like lack, you have higher faith. Why, because he's done it before. <laughs> you have your own story. Listen, you can borrow faith from someone else, right? You're supposed to when you hear someone else's testimony, right, because they have the same Jesus that you have. Our response should be, that's my Jesus. And if you did it for them, you can do it for me. <laughs> but we know that personally, when I have my own story, it, it solidifies something in me. And that increase becomes mine, and I take it with me. And I take it with me into the next battle, but I also take it with me and then I can give that faith to others and they can grow in the same area of breakthrough that I fought for. Come on. Increase comes in the sending. Thank you, Jesus. But the good news is that we all are sent. That we all are sent on assignment. And, you know, the really, the really obvious ones are, you know, if you go on a missions trip to Greece and you're like, I'm going for the Lord and God's sending us and we believe that God's gonna do amazing things, but how many people know that's not the only sending that God is interested in? That he tells us to go and preach to the whole world, to go to the highways and the byways. That in the sending, how many people know that Jesus is just as interested in you going into your workplace as the team going to Greece? And Jesus, listen, I feel like he's reminding us that there's people in the room that, that five years ago you prayed and said, God, am I supposed to take this job? And he said, yes. That's ascending. He said, yes, I want you to step into this opportunity. 
Yes, I'm gonna use you to bring influence, to bring the kingdom. And he's reminding us, because sometimes in the trials, we forget. And we're like, oh, why am I here? I'm not having any impact. I'm not having any influence. But how many people know you only access the grace that you recognize? (laughs) How many people know that Jesus paid for it all? Four people. <laughs> this is a, Jesus paid for it all, which means there's grace for it all. But we only access the grace that we are aware of is available right now. <clears throat> that means the grace is there, but it's up to us by our awareness if we access it, if we pull it in to our now. <clears throat> and there's some people in the room, there's, there's some people in the room that, that you prayed as a, as a mom, and you're like, we're, we're having children, and am I supposed to go to work, or am I supposed to stay home with my children? And God said, I want you to stay home and sow in to your, the, these children, the next generation of revivalists, and raise them up. And, and you said, okay, God, I will do it. That's an assignment. <laughs> Which means there's grace available. <laughs> Because sometimes in the hard moments, in the middle of diapers late at night, we forget. Is this making sense to anyone? In the, in the middle of, the, of the, the struggle, the wrestle times, we forget, oh, that's right, I'm on an assignment. But there's grace available when we recognize and remember. I want you to open your Bibles to Matthew chapter 10. Then we're going to jump into Luke chapter 10. Thank you, Father. You are good all the time. All the time. In in Matthew 10, it's the sending of the 12. And by the end, they're referred to as apostles, but at the beginning, they're disciples. And part of the transition is the sending, the receiving of the commission. But I just want to, I want us to read this in 10 verse 1. And when he had called his 12 disciples to him, he gave them power over unclean spirits, to cast them out and to heal all kinds of sickness. Someone say all kinds of sickness. And all kinds of disease. And then it goes on, verse two through four, and names the the 12. And then in verse five, these 12 Jesus sent out and commanded them saying, do not go into the way of the Gentiles and do not enter the city of the Samaritans, but Go, someone say go. Go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. And as you go, preach, saying the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out demons. Freely you have received, freely give. Jesus gives this commission and, and sometimes we go, oh, well that's just for the apostles. Well, guess what? When he called them, they were disciples. Do we have any disciples of Jesus in the room? That he called the disciples and he gave them authority. He, 
He imparted to them. He allowed a grace to rest upon them to accomplish the assignment. But when was the grace activated? He didn't say, as you stay, these things will happen. He didn't say, what I want you to do is sit around and wait and do nothing and the sick are gonna get healed. (laughs) I want you to sit at home and watch TV and demons are gonna get cast out. He said, as you go. As you go, you step into the grace that he's already provided. I wanna talk further about this Hop with me over, freely you have received, receiving that grace, that anointing. Hop with me over to Luke chapter 10. Now, just in case we still are thinking, oh, that's only for that special group, just just the apostles, just that 12. In this story in Luke 10, Jesus sends out 70 others. Come on. Thank you, Jesus. Someone say, that's for me. And in Luke 10, verse one, after these things, the Lord appointed 70 others also and sent them two by two before his face into every city and place where he himself, where he himself was about to go. And he said to them, the harvest is truly great, but the labors are few. Therefore, pray the Lord of the harvest to send out labors into the harvest. Go your way. Behold, I send you out as lambs among wolves. And he goes on, carry neither money bag or knapsack. <clears throat> and he talks about finding the person of peace, verse six. And if the son of peace is there, your peace will rest on it. And if not, it will return to you. Verse eight, whatever city you enter and they receive you, eat such things as are set before you. Heal the sick there and say to them, the kingdom of God has come near to you. Come on. Thank you, Jesus. As you go. Now I wanna remind you, because we're, we're about to go on, but I wanna remind you that, that we can easily slide into the context of like, yes, this applies, when I'm on a team being sent to Greece on a mission trip. But sometimes we forget that this, this, this applies as you are sent into your tech job. Sometimes we forget that this applies when you're sent into your, into your job in the healthcare realm. <laughs> When you're sent into your job to be a stay-at-home parent, this applies as you go. Uh, many of you, if you've, if you've um, been with us for a while, you heard stories about uh, the Heaven and Healthcare Network, been a part of uh, Pete Carter, who is a medical doctor and, and a pastor in London. And we've been partnering together for 14 years, I think now, um, Uh, raising up medical professionals who understand this, that they are sent by heaven into their profession to bring impact and transformation. And the craziest miracles are happening. Why? Because they simply recognize that they have an assignment and they say yes to the grace that's available. I've told this story, uh, but it's just, it's, it's it's 
my favorite because it's just so the, the simple obedience. So a, a nurse who has been part of these um, this heaven and healthcare dynamic and learning about this, receiving the grace for the assignment and had a mindset shift that it went from this is a job that I do to pay my bills and I'm a Christian when I get off work to oh, I'm supposed to bring heaven into my job and bring transformation and she seen the shift and seen lots, lots of amazing things. But this one in particular I love, she's uh, caring for a cancer patient that has open, uh, the cancer is so uh, uh, um, progressive, so uh, pronounced that she, this pr- patient has open sores on their body and, uh, and she's applying like antiseptic cream to it. She's about to, right? Every so often she goes in and puts uh, more cream on. So she's about to put cream on and she, she hands for, reaches for the bottle of cream and the Lord simply says, not that cream, don't use that cream, use this cream. Both antiseptic creams, just a different brand of the same thing, essentially. So she goes, okay. So she reaches back, grabs the different bottle. As she applies it on the wound, it disappears under her hand. How many people know that's simple obedience? But it's also under the umbrella of recognizing that she has an assignment and she said yes. She recognized that there was grace available for that assignment. And what hadn't been happening for however many years she was practicing in healthcare before that now happens all the time because something shifted. Come on, thank you, Jesus. In verse 17, still in in Matthew 10, we're just jumping down to verse 17. Then the 70 returned with joy, saying, Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. And he said to them, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Listen, behold, I give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Nevertheless, do not rejoice in this, that the spirits are subject to you, but rather rejoice because your name, names are written in heaven. And then I love this part, in verse 21. In that hour, Jesus rejoiced in the spirit and said, thank you, Father, the Lord of heaven and earth, that, listen, that you have hidden these things from the wise and the prudent and revealed them to babes. Even so, Father, for it seemed good in, in your sight. Listen, they, the, Jesus, we, we read about it, he gathers the 70s and it says he sends them out before his face. But that word face there is, is panim in, and it, in Hebrew and it, the Hebrew equivalent, panim, and it means his proximity or his presence. He sends them out and the grace comes upon them for the assignment. How many people love the anointing? How many people know the anointing isn't so that we can do our will, it's so that we can do his. And he sends them out before his face and they go, listen, it's it's the same person, right? These 70 individuals, same person they were an hour ago, 
But what's different? They now are covered with grace that they didn't have a moment ago. And they go out, and guess what happens? It works. The sick are healed, the lame start walking, demons are cast out, and they come back all excited. Oh my goodness, Jesus. listen, can you hear their, their, uh, their excitement, their anticipation? They're like, Jesus, it actually worked. <laughs> They're like, I can't believe it. Like, I, me, little me, right? Little Joe who works in the, I'm a baker, but you put your grace on me and now I go out and I lay hands on the sick and they recover. It actually worked, oh my goodness. And Jesus says, don't get too excited about that. Get excited that your name is written in the Lamb's book of life. What's he doing? He's recalibrating their heart to the main thing because what they experienced was an overflow of the main thing. (sighs) But, but listen, <clears throat> Jesus doesn't take their excitement away. He just recalibrates the flow so increase could come because watch what happens. They say yes to the assignment. They go out. They experience breakthrough. Breakthrough releases what? More breakthrough. And faith releases what? More faith. Now listen to Jesus' response here. In verse 18, and he said to them, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Listen, behold, behold, I give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. What is that? Increase. Increase. Because they first said yes to the assignment that he was giving. They said, okay, this, I'm super nervous. <laughs> Listen, they, this is new stuff, right? In this, in this generation, right? Jesus only walked the earth for three and a half years. His ministry, sorry, his ministry was three and a half years on the earth, right? This is new. They didn't, wa- they didn't grow up watching, you know, TBN and seeing like Benny Hinn on TV, right? This is new, and, and, and he gathered normal people, fishermen and tax collectors and, and bakers, and right, he gathered them and, all, and he put his grace, but listen, they're just like you and I. He's like, okay, here's my grace, I want you to go. And they're like, okay, I hope this works. Listen, you know someone in that group is thinking, I don't wanna be the only one in the 70 that this doesn't work for. <laughs> <laughs> you know you know that that's going on, right? <clears throat> but they went out anyway. And they said, okay, Jesus, you said it's gonna work. I'm gonna believe you. I hope it does. Oh, there's someone limping. Oh no, okay, what's gonna happen? <clears throat> but they said yes to the assignment. And when they said yes, grace was released and they found a partnership They found a trust in God, and God could trust them, so now he can release even more. Listen to the the language. I give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. (laughs) 
and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Nevertheless, don't rejoice in this, that the spirits are subject to you, but rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. Now again, verse 21, I love this part. In that hour, Jesus rejoiced in the spirit. Do you know what that, what that language is? Jesus rejoiced in the spirit. In the Greek, it literally means that Jesus jumped up in the air with twisting and shouting and exuberant great joy. Look it up for yourself. That's literally what it means. Jesus wasn't like, I'm so proud of you. Well done. Here's some lunch. I multiplied some fish. Come on, let's. No, Jesus was like, <laughs> listen, they came back excited. I can't believe it worked. And yes, he took a moment to release increase and to recalibrate their heart. But the very next thing he does is he jumps up in the air with twisting and shouting and exuberant great joy. This is Jesus. This is, this is the Jesus. You know the Jesus in the paintings? Um, Jesus. Like, this is jumping up in the air with twisting and shouting. Why? It wasn't primarily because he saw Satan fall like lightning. He's jumping up in the air with this level of excitement because his children are getting it. They're getting it that there's a partnership to be had. And then it goes on. Jesus says, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you have hidden these things from the wise and prudent. Isn't that so backwards from most of our approach today? It's really quiet in here. I can hear my shoes tapping on this. <laughs> it's opposite of our, so much of our approach. We think that we're going to access heaven through our wisdom and our prudence. We think that the increase is going to come through those things, and we continue and continue on the same hamster wheel with no increase breakthrough. Guess I'm preaching to myself this morning. That's all right. I need to hear this, so this is good. <clears throat> the, but he says he hides these things from the wise and prudent, and who does he reveal it to? Babes. Babes, those who come with childlike heart. Listen, maybe, maybe there was some who didn't make it into the 70 because Jesus said, listen, I'm commissioning you. I'm putting my grace on you to go. And some of the people are like, um, I don't understand yet how this is supposed to work. Can we do some more lessons first, Jesus? Listen, can I, I, got, I got a scroll. I got a Torah over here. Come on, can you come show me how this works? I need a, I need a five-step model. And Jesus like Jesus probably would be like, "Okay, that's fine. You sit over here while they go out and do the stuff. I'll get to you. You'll get there eventually, but while they're out there seeing great transformation, great fruit and receiving even more increase from heaven." Come on, thank you, Jesus. <clears throat> Jesus is our model, and in, in, in John 5, Jesus says, I only do what I see the Father do. <clears throat> in order to do what we see the Father do, we need to be able to see 
what he's doing. We need to be able to hear. We need to be able to know where he is going and need to be able to hear what he is saying. Jesus also, <clears throat> the garden before the cross, he says, but not my will be done, Father, yours. And I want to capture that for a moment because there is great increase in that statement. We said it earlier, the anointing, this grace that we're talking about doesn't come so that our will can be done. It comes so that his will can be done. He doesn't call the 70 and put grace upon them, anoint them and say, go out and do whatever you want. Thank you. I needed that encouragement right there. That was divinely placed. <laughs> Your will be done. I think I use this quote, but I just love it. It's one of my favorite. I used this a couple months ago, but Hudson Taylor, the famous missionary to China, he, he says this. Now listen, he describes his progression over time in trusting the Lord and partnering with him. Listen to this. He says this. I used to ask God to help me. Then I asked God if I might help him. I ended up by asking him to do his work through me. Do you see the progression of surrender there? <clears throat> that, that, he, that the grace for transformation and healing, anything that's flown through my life and and I've had the, the privilege to see people get out of wheelchairs and, and blind eyes open. God blow through maximum security prisons. I mean, you name it. Hundreds of deaf ears open, cancer dissolved, metal disappear, tumors disappear. I mean, you name it. <clears throat> but the grace, the grace comes when we come to a place of surrender, even I would say brokenness, where it's like, God, not my will. <laughs> People don't get healed because I want to see them healed. They get healed because he wants to see them healed. And where we learn to surrender to that, okay, God, I will leave my own ego, my own self-preservation, my own pride aside. I am willing to look silly, look foolish, go where you go, say what you say, do whatever so that your will can be released. And when you do that, amazing things happen. The grace is on his will. Thank you, Jesus. <clears throat> this partnering with his grace doesn't require a great gifting in the spirit. It just requires a, a great awareness of what he's already done. Turn with me to Matthew chapter 8, and we're going to, we're rounding the bend towards home. You guys doing okay? Anybody happy? <clears throat> In Matthew 8, uh, it's the story of the centurion servant, starting in verse 5. Now when Jesus had entered Capernaum, a centurion came to him, pleading with him, saying, Lord, my servant is lying at home, paralyzed, dreadfully tormented. And Jesus said to him, I will come and heal him. 
How many people know that's what you want to hear from Jesus? When you ask him to come and pray for your, your servant, you say, Jesus, come and pray. And Jesus says, I will come. Listen, that's what you want to hear. You're like, thank you, Jesus, for answering my prayer. But listen to his response. Jesus says, I will come and heal him. Verse 8, the centurion answered and said, Lord, I am not worthy that you should come under my roof, but only, but only speak a word and my servant will be healed. For I also am a man under authority, having soldiers under me, and I say to this one, go, and he goes, and to another, come, and he comes, and to my servant, do this, and he does it. When Jesus heard it, he marveled and said to those who followed, assuredly, I say to you, I have not found such great faith, not even in Israel. Now, I want to read this part again. When Jesus heard it, he marveled. Can you imagine making Jesus marvel? <laughs> Jesus marveled. Why? Because he saw, again, the same reason he rejoiced over the, the disciples who returned, because they were getting it. My children get it. He marveled at this centurion, not even an Israelite. This Gentile standing before him because in this Gentile, he's seeing someone who gets it, the dynamics and the working of the kingdom. An awareness of the spiritual realm and an awareness. Listen, I said you access grace where you're aware that it's available. This centurion just demonstrated an awareness of grace that was available and how it operates beyond all the Israelites. <laughs> he said... All you have to do is say a word and grace is released. The angelic is released at your word to go and do what you're not even in the, in the physical present to do. And Jesus marveled. What happens when you say yes to an assignment? <laughs> All the way back in Matthew, <clears throat> sorry, in, um, in Luke 10, when Jesus sent them out, he says he sent them out in the cities that he himself was about to go. Do you guys remember uh, the teaching on the apostolic grace? The, the word apostle came from the from the. Apostolos, which was an admiral sent out in the Roman army to culturize a land. Their job was to make it look and feel, sound, operate like Rome, so that when the emperor came and set foot on the land, it felt like home. Well, guess what? We have an assignment. <laughs> and Jesus is extending grace, and when he says go and you go, he sends grace before you, to help bring transformation so that when he shows up, it feels like home. Hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Come on. There is angelic assignments available for us when we say yes to the assignment of God. You can be sent, you can, you can be sent out by man. You, pastors, leaders, 
men, people who are in right relationship with God, God recognizes that authority. So if your pastor sends you and a team out on a missions trip, there is authority. Heaven recognizes that authority. As if he's saying it himself. <laughs> but how many people know that personally there's another level when you hear God say go? But I really, the heart of this message is I believe that God is reminding some people that you already heard him say go. That you heard him say go and I feel like prophetically that, that as the years have gone on, some of us have forgotten that we heard him say go, which means he sent us on an assignment, which means there's grace available that we can access. Last night I was talking to a gentleman here that has an assignment from God. He was telling me about how he goes into nursing homes every week and he loves on the elderly. And he was talking about how heaven shows up. And one-on-one, -on -one, and he's, he's seen bodies healed. He's seen uh, minds come back into alignment. But he was talking about specifically, and he started to tear up. He was crying as he talked about, he's like, sometimes the best testimonies they tell me that they just have been sleeping peacefully through the night. But he's crying, why? Because he's not executing a job. <laughs> he's partnering with the will of the Father. And when he, listen, there's lots of people that go in that nursing home. Some people are going in there just for a paycheck. Some people are going in there out of a sense of obligation, like, ah, oh, it's the right thing to do, but they don't feel any grace. But he goes because he knows that the Father asked him to go, and when he goes, he goes with the awareness of the Father, and love flows. There's an overshadowing. Our shadow releases what overshadows us. He goes with an overshadowing of the Father, and great things happen because he operates in the awareness of the grace for the assignment. Thank you, Jesus. You have an assignment. Thank you, Jesus. There's more, but we're gonna, we're gonna end here. You have an assignment. I, I will say this. Steve Backlund, I was on a, a, a Zoom meeting call with Steve Backlund just this week, and he said this thing that just, it struck me so hard. Steve says, I, I regularly scan my schedule and my, and my areas of responsibility, and I'm looking for anywhere that doesn't have joyful anticipation on it. Like meeting by meeting, he scans his schedule and the things of, of responsibility that he's over. Anything that doesn't have joyful anticipation on it, he recognizes, oh, I haven't fully assigned my faith to that thing. And I'm like, I'm like oh, Lord, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I have so much area to grow. <laughs> Steve... Disciple me in your ways. <laughs> I'm like, oh, but what does that look like? Like, listen, like he, he's embodied this not just to a career choice. He's literally embodied this to every single meeting. 
and assignment and task and action. <laughs> and listen, if God, if he doesn't have excitement and he prays and he's like, God, are you in this? If God says no, then he knows where to adjust. Oh. <laughs> Come on, why don't you stand to your feet with me this morning? Thank you, Father. <clears throat> I could have the prayer team make their way up to the front. We could just put on some soft music from the back. We could start that now. Even I just, as the prayer team is making their way up to the front, can everyone else just put your hoe? <laughs> put your hoe out. <clears throat> put, your, uh, put your hands out. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Listen, the, the part that I cut out was joy comes with the assignment. <laughs> but I guess God didn't want me to cut it out. <laughs> Listen, if the assignment comes from Him, in His presence is what? Fullness of joy. And if grace comes from the extending of His hand, what is in His hand? Pleasures. In his right hand is what? Pleasures forevermore. Come on. The kingdom of heaven is not eat or drink, right? It's not, it's not about procedures first. It's not about tasks. It's not about roles. It's not about right or wrong first. The kingdom of heaven is not eat or drink. It's about righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. Put your hands out. He's reminding you right now of the assignment that you've already said yes to. And listen, there's no such thing as a little bit of God. And in the kingdom, there is no such thing as the mundane. If Steve Backlin can pull this into every meeting he has, listen, you can pull it back into your assignment as a stay-at-home parent. There's grace, there's supernatural available. It's not, listen, he can flip it from survival mode, and we've all been there, right? There's seasons we gotta get through. We've all been there. But he can flip it from survival to supernatural. Listen, we have four and five-year-olds that are prophesying, hearing from, they're seeing Jesus in the natural, having encounters. Listen, there are five and six-year-olds leading their parents at the grocery store. God's on that lady over there, mommy, can we go pray for her? Grace for the assignment. Wow, your office, your, your cubicle isn't just a cubicle any longer, it's a sanctuary. Whoa, don't, don't use that cream, use this cream. He hides these things from the, the wise and the prudent and reveals it to babes. Sorry, I've had, you've had your hands out a long time. <laughs> he's reminding you of the assignment and some of you, he's gonna be giving a new assignment. But there's grace. I'm gonna invite the grace just to descend on you in new measure. Holy Spirit, come. Whoa. 
Oh, there it is. We thank you, Father, for your presence. We thank you for resting and remaining. We thank you that there's breakthroughs, that there's wisdom, there's revelations, there's insights, there's discernment, there's miraculous, there's supernatural. There is grace available for the assignment, God. And even we repent for partnering with the thought that this is mundane. We break that off, Father, and we release the grace of heaven in Jesus' name. And everyone who receives it says, amen, amen, amen. Come on, can we give Jesus praise in here? Last thing, because I promise we'd do it, I want you to check your body again real quick. Check your body. As we've been in the presence, check your body real quick. Now, whether it was in worship, whether it was when you got out of the car in the parking lot, walked into the lobby, or it was in worship, or it was when we prayed, or it was during the message, if God has brought any measure of breakthrough to your body this morning, I want you to put your hand up high. Put your hand up really high and just again, just begin to wave like this. Come on, the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Can we give the the Lord one more big shout? Thank you, Jesus. We exalt you and praise you and glorify you this morning in Jesus' name. Now listen, we have prayer team up here who recognizes the grace for the assignment. They have said yes, and they are operating to that. If you want them to pray for you, for your assignment, or if you need breakthrough in your body, physical, emotional, financial, breakthrough in your life, relational, it doesn't matter. They're here and they've said yes to the assignment. So you can come up, get prayer, you can fellowship, you can love on each other. Do go get your kids, if they're in children's church first, and bring them back in. Hang out, love on each other, love on Jesus, and go with the grace of heaven into your assignment this week in Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening to the Sermon of the Week. For more information about this podcast and other resources, please visit BethelATX.com.